Hello and welcome to the 100th episode of the Naked Marriage Podcast. We are Dave and Ashley Willis. And on this podcast, we address the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. And I cannot believe this is the 100th episode. I know. And those of you who've stuck with us from the beginning, thank you so much. You're probably so tired of hearing us talk about marriage and sex and all those things, but we're so glad you're here and that you're listening. And you, my love, don't look old enough to have recorded a hundred episodes. So I totally do. <laughs> so 100, the century mark. And uh, and we we want to, at the start of this, also pause to say thank you to our producer, Brittany Wilcox, yes. who, is, who is moving on to new adventures. And she has produced every one of the 100 episodes and Thank it's done you, just Brittany. a fabulous job. I might just go on strike after this. There might not even be a 101st episode because it won't be the same without <laughs> Brittany. And we love you and are cheering you on. Yes. See you and Stuart go start new adventures. And, uh, and we want to thank uh, you guys for listening, like Ashley said, to these 100. And to the, this is also not only the 100th episode, it's the finale of our Sexy Summer Quickies series. Right. Over the last 12 weeks, we have done quick episodes answering your biggest questions about sex. Mm-hmm. And we've covered a lot of topics. If you're just tuning in now, uh, go back and uh, the start of the Sexy Summer Quickies would be a good place to kind of start start this podcast journey because uh, it's been a fun, fun summer. And today we're going to wrap it up by talking about what does the Bible say about sex? Right. And there's good news. Specifically, what is off limits? And Yeah, what is off limits? But it's not just a, like a wag your finger, don't do these things. We also want to say right up front, God wants your sex life to be fun. He wants it to be awesome. And we're going to talk more about that today. But first, we want to tell you about an important resource. So check this out. Hey, friends. I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. Well, I think we saved the juiciest episode for last when it comes to our sexy summer quickies. We're going to talk about what does the Bible say about sex? And some of you listening may be like, how is this juicy? But really it is because the Bible has a lot to say about sex because God created sex for married couples and it's beautiful and it's awesome. And we just want to say right out of the gate that there is so much room for creativity here. And we are going to address a little bit later in the episode what is off limits. But let me just say there's a lot that is totally for the taking here, that, that's that's not 
you know, off limits, but that you can really be creative with. So we're excited to talk about this episode. Yes. Yes. So it's kind of like any kind of parameter God gives us anywhere in the Bible. It's not a rule, so to speak, of, of like a, somebody just wagging their finger at you saying, don't do this for the sake of not doing it. It's always a, a, a safeguard for our protection. It's kind of like when you're driving down the interstate, there's this concrete median separating you from the other lanes of traffic going the other direction. That is a safeguard that's there for your protection and the protection of others. And when it's disregarded, you're going to be hurt and others are going to be hurt right, as well. Right. And so as it relates to sex, God's rules about sex are really there to be the safeguard, to help you moving in a direction that's going to bring uh, health and safety to everyone involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, like Ashley said right out of the, the gate, there's a lot of freedom within mm-hmm. those safeguards. He wants you to be, again, like we say a lot, naked and unashamed. That's the first image we have of marriage in the Bible. That's why this podcast is called The Naked Marriage Podcast. That's why our book is called The Naked Marriage. Naked and unashamed. Naked meaning no secrets, complete and total intimacy, without shame, without baggage. God wants that for you, and he wants you to keep that complete intimacy uh, and, and lack of baggage. Um, and so what is not allowed, it's it's a really it's a pretty short list. It's like... Um, bringing someone else into the marriage is clearly not allowed, mm-hmm. like either virtually or in person. So pornography is off limits. We've talked a lot about porn, um, an affair or, you know, uh, inviting others into your into your bed right. virtually or in person. Uh, then beyond that, um, I would just say, you know, anything that's kind of not mutually agreed upon because marriage has to be a safe place where, if, if one of you is not comfortable with something or not yet comfortable with something, then um, then for the, the time being, that, I would say, is also off limits because right. you want the marriage bed to be safe for both of you. And that's showing love and respect to each other, too, because we've got to have love and respect in order to have the kind of sex life that God wants us to have. We want to have a sex life that is mutually satisfying and where both feel loved and respected. And so, you know, just to get very, very specific, you know, what what is off limits? Again, it, it's really whatever you don't feel comfortable with, but like both of you don't feel comfortable with. But things like oral sex, that is something that you might want to try. Uh, we get a lot of questions about toys. If both of you are okay with that and it doesn't hurt you, I mean, we want to make sure you're not hurting each other. Um, you know, that is, sex is meant to be something beautiful. And again, mutually satisfying. Then, then you know, hey, have at it. If you like toys together, then then go for it. And, you know, again, there's there's a wide spectrum of things you can do to, to bring sexual satisfaction to each other. And, and the beautiful part of it is that it's even in the Bible. I mean, you can go to the book of Song of Solomon, where it's very sexually expressive, and and it's it's basically love poetry to each other, and it gets very uh, spicy in nature. Inflation is out of control, and it just seems like money flies out the window. I look at our account daily, and I'm just like, where does this money go? And you're probably the same way. And that's why I'm really excited about a new ad partner we have called Rocket Money. This is an app that helps you in real time see exactly where your money is going. And even more importantly, they'll help you identify and cancel subscriptions that you're not using. On average, they're saving their users $720 a year. I didn't think I had any subscriptions we weren't using, but this is what happens. You sign up for a a free subscription to something, you're not using it, and that free subscription runs out. You're paying five or 10 bucks a month for the rest of your life until you cancel it. Rocket Money helped us identify it 
get that under control and save a bundle right from the start. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscription, guys. That's half a billion bucks. You need to get your share of that. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions today by going to rocketmoney.com slash naked. That's rocketmoney.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Start saving money today. Yes, it really does. And and there's room for there's room for a lot of creativity. Um, I think pornography, one thing that pornography has done is it it has kind of normalized a lot of things that um that might be painful or, I mean, it's normalized right. uh, orgies. It's normalized uh, doing things that might hurt the other person. Right. And if you're doing something that hurts the other person, um, then you might want to take a, a step back and say, wait a second, this this is, this is feels out of bounds. Like right. we're not called to cause each other pain. Um, you know, one aspect of porn that has, that has like made its way kind of into a lot of the mainstream and, and we get some questions about it is anal sex. Like what does the Bible say about that? Uh, the Bible doesn't speak directly to it. Uh, the Bible uh, talks against what's called sodomy in the Bible, which is specifically referring to a homosexual act. But there's no place in the Bible where it's referring to any sexual act done within the covenant of marriage between one man and one woman is being is being off limits. Other than uh, in the Old Testament, there was a period under the, the Mosaic covenant law of like cleanliness where we were told right. not to have sex during during a woman's time of menstruation. Um, most believe that, you know, under the the new covenant, and I won't get too deep into theology there, but would say that is that that is allowed, uh, you know, under the new covenant, under the, the covenant of grace. Um, won't turn this into a real long theology lesson because we're trying to keep it, keep it uh, brief with these quickies. But the nutshell thousand foot view is you have a ton of freedom uh, but that freedom also involves a responsibility to make sure both people feel safe right. and that we're not just taking kind of like pornography-fueled exactly. um, f- fantasies that aren't really healthy and aren't pleasurable for the other person or might even cause pain to the other person or damage to the other person, uh, and we're trying to pressure them to do those certain things. That's when I think we need to take a step back and say, wait a second, what's really the motivation mm-hmm. for me pushing for this specific act? Like, why is this a fantasy for me? Well, at the same time, marriage being a safe place to talk through all these things without judgment, but um, not pressuring our spouse and also being mindful of where those fantasies originated. Because if we're honest, I think a lot of times it, it originates in something sinful. I think pornography has done so much to kind of subtly sabotage our view of what sex is supposed to look like mm-hmm. in a way that doesn't actually help us grow closer together, but it kind of creates it creates some unhealthy divisions in the bedroom instead of unity. It's so right. And it, again, it goes back to that mental monogamy, you know, really being mentally monogamous, being aware of where our thoughts are going. And also, you know, making sure that this is something that we don't feel ashamed about. Like we don't want to feel ashamed about our sex life. We don't want to make it, you know, draw us away from the Lord. We want it to draw us closer to the Lord. And you know, the Bible says that God created sex. It was his idea, completely God's idea. Thank you, God. It is beautiful and it is a holy act. 
for marriage. It's for a husband and a wife to enjoy in the covenant of marriage. And yes, it is for procreation, but it's also for pleasure. I mean, it's meant for both. And so, you know, there shouldn't be this this shame if you're enjoying it. Like I know in certain circles, there's like this, this thought that I shouldn't be enjoying it. It's only to produce children. And there's like this shame around it, but that is just not true. God wants us to enjoy it. And, and he wants us to have it. You know, he wants us to be coming together to, to have intercourse, uh, intercourse and sexual connection because it's something that he designed for us to experience in marriage. And so it is beautiful. And I think, too, we have to be aware of these, these kind of preconceived notions we have of sex. And we have whole podcasts on this, kind of what we bring into a marriage when it comes to how we think about sex and how it affects our sex life. So you can go back and listen to those. But we do need to be aware of that because I think those can be a hindrance as well, you know, if we have this negative uh, feeling attached to sex. But it is something that is a gift from God for husbands and wives to experience. Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad you said that, sweetie, because it is... It is made to be enjoyed. Yes. God made it feel good for a reason. Mm-hmm. And yet procreation can be part of it. But even even if you're past the time of having kids, or even if you've you're not having kids right now or you're or you unable have to have kids, kids right. you know, your your sex life should be amazing, mm-hmm. you know, through all the different seasons of your life. It is so much more. Thank God it's so much more than just <laughs> procreation. It is a, it is one of the most amazing gifts meant to be enjoyed as uh, for pleasure, for for connection, for intimacy, for fun mm-hmm. uh, within a marriage. And uh, that's right. Yeah, we've had a lot of fun talking about it. That's right. I know over these last 12 weeks, we've had so much fun talking about uh, how to have a great sex life. And really, if there's a theme that goes through all of these episodes, it's just that sex is good because it's created by God and it's specifically for marriage. And so we should be doing our best to make it a priority in our marriage. And again, just to reiterate, it's not the only priority in marriage. And in order to have a great sex life, we need to make sure we're doing all the other things that make a great marriage, like communicating in a healthy way, praying, making prayer a huge foundational part of our marriage and making faith, you know, what our marriage is built on and making sure that we have lots of love and respect and, and grace for one another. And that is ultimately what leads to a better sex life as well. Man, it's, it's so good. So we want to thank you guys again for listening. want to once again, thank our amazing producer, Brittany Wilcox. Thank and you, Brittany. Also want to thank uh, Andrew Grekoff, who's been our audio engineer and Andrew's sound awesome mixing too. ninja, who's made all these possible. And uh, and we we want to thank you guys for listening and for leaving reviews, for um, for sharing this on social media, for connecting with us at Dave and Ashley Willis on social media. Uh, we are honored honored to be on this journey with you. We are. And so next week, we will start back with our full episodes and we hope you tune in and join us then. We will see you next time.